The Evolution Channel is sponsored by Eternal Gold Beauty, the most advanced skincare line in the world. Awaken your skin to aging in reverse at eternalgoldbeauty.com today. You're listening to Cosmic Consciousness, the show that connects with today's way showers and conscious advocates who use real-life superpowers to catapult human evolution. Blessings, soul family. This is Joel's with Cosmic Consciousness, coding the new human for the new earth. And I'm super excited about our guest today. We have Jean Ang. And Jing is very much into the Arturians, but I'm going to, instead of reading his bio, I'm just going to say, first of all, welcome, Jean. And then why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? What do you want everyone to know? Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks, Joel. This is great to uh, be here to talk with everyone and uh, to meet you and have a conversation here. Um, well, I was in science for kind of a better half of uh, you know my life so far. And um, kind of doing a very traditional, uh, research-oriented uh, track, very academic, uh, pretty much since uh, maybe high school, kind of really academically oriented. And uh, I was always interested in consciousness and healing by starting since um, high school. Uh, and that ended up going into um, neurobiology, uh, where I, um, I did a PhD at Yale. And uh, that took about um, four, five years, I think, to complete. And then I spent another uh, three years or so doing a postdoctoral fellowship also there. So it kind of really deepened the molecular world. But uh, at the same time, I had this interest or kind of personal uh, path, spiritual path, that I guess you could say was more uh, like a double agent. You know, I was kind of just keeping that more private. Uh, but I think that was my kind of uh, real uh, interest or love um, and that healing aspect. Uh, I think I think science has a lot to offer as we kind of know and, and kind of benefit from. And then now we're sort of, uh, I think uh, the world is bringing through a more spiritual orientation without kind of an exclusivity. But uh, so my personal life kind of reflected that and I went into healing pretty much um was already studying to study with healers uh, in my last year of my postdoctoral fellowship. And then after that, instead of going the academic route, I went into um, kind of full-time healing. And then I would hold some classes here and there just to integrate science and healing, which I think was um, other kind of well-known speakers as well as other people were integrating in their lives, whether that be through science or doing a much more a traditional um, kind of profession, whether that be business or law or just uh, or just any aspect that wasn't really necessarily spiritually oriented and moving into that. And uh, so, yeah, so now I do um, healing work and uh, I've been doing some classes that have been focused on uh, what you mentioned, the Arcturians. Uh, so that's kind of where, I, where I'm at right now. I, I have to say that it, I feel like that molecular creation and spirituality are are just coming together. And, you know, a big part of my work is uh, is coding to the new human is actually going in and recoding what we always call molecular structure and having it hold vibrational patterns outside of structure altogether. So I think that we're going to have an amazing conversation. So I want to just keep going into this, but let's go ahead and go to break. But before we go to break, 
Jean, tell everyone where they can find you if they want to learn more about you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the website I've been working with for the last, um, you know, since I started was uh, www.jeanang, just one word, G-E-N-E-A-N-G.com. And then uh, there's a new website, uh, ArcturianHealingMethod.com that I'm switching over to, but you can find it now also on the web. Amazing. And I know everybody will want to check it out. So we're going to take a, a really quick break. So just hang out tight for one second. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Okay, and we're back. This is Jules, and I have Jean Ang with me today. And I just know that we're going to have such a, an amazing conversation. And you know what I love is that you went into the science, but there was always a part of you that held space for more of that conscious part. And I think that just creates a really powerful healer, first of all, because you can hold um kind of the knowledge of what those vibrational patterns are more on a science level and then be able to bring them into the spiritual. So I just love to hear what you have to say, what your experience has been into that. And then we'll go more into kind of more of the work that you're doing now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of some experiences of why that was such a, um, eventually a strong pull because um, kind of you dedicate your life, uh, kind of like your external life to a certain profession or discipline like science, which usually takes a lot of kind of focus or you're putting a lot of effort in that kind of years or even decades. Um, and then, but there were some things that I remember like uh, just that come to mind. Uh, and I think that's what's happening on the planet is people are having much more experiential type, um, uh, I guess the experiences of I guess, non-physical realities. And so it's very hard to hold a paradigm that's strictly uh, physically based, which I think is the strong suit of science, but it also could be its weakness, the scientific paradigm where everything else is maybe excluded. But uh, I remember like there was one calculus exam, I think it was my freshman year, and I learned some kind of visualization technique that uh, you like go in, your, in an elevator up to your like library in your inner vision and then you like um put the problem on the board this visionary board and like some like you know teacher would come out and like uh you know help you so i'd been using that to study and then there was a very difficult problem on this exam and i just like i'm gonna try this and i sat back and i went into this vision and like the answer appeared like it was like it was kind of slightly mystical like or you know this very like uh non-physically oriented uh and it was exactly the right answer uh, where I was stumped. So, and then I came back and just wrote it out. So, I mean, I think that those kind of experiences made me always feel there was much more um, to it than just a, a physically based um, answer. 
And I think that's what eventually these types of experiences, which maybe can go into more, but that was just coming to mind, uh, kind of drew me into eventually going into this more healing consciousness field. When you were talking about that experience, it came to me it, that that's actually one of the Claire's. I think it's uh, um, Claire's. What is it? I wanted to say it was clairsentience, but that's not it. But it's one of the clairs where you literally get like a download of the information that's starting to come in. And I work that way a lot. I just get information. I have no idea how I know it. And a lot of it, interesting enough, is uh, about science. Like my latest one is I'm doing a lot of work with hydrogen atoms of the body, like uh, in the hydrogen bonds in the DNA. And I had this download that the water of our body um, actually holds something that's called H3O2, not just H2O. And I was like, that's so interesting. I've never heard of that. And so I have to go and study it and see if it's actually true true, but it's funny how we can get information that will just come in that's so relevant to the spiritual work that we do. Um, so what what kind of brought you into, um, okay, well, I just did all this work and all this studying, and I mean, it sounds like you were just doing some amazing stuff into, okay, now I'm going to teach this, this healing modality of um, the Aturians. Like, tell me about that. Yeah, yeah, that, I think it would be like the Arturian work was like a second or, or third evolution of, um, I would had already been in the kind of healing world, if you would call it that, for maybe um, four or six or seven years, uh, but kind of maybe just to get to that point. Uh, so the big change, even though it wasn't huge um, for my life, but it would be the most, the biggest external looking change was going from the postdoctoral fellowship uh, to just like having a healing practice, like in the, in the basement of a yoga studio. I mean, that's how it started. Um, and because uh, most people after their postdoc will either go into like a, maybe an assistant professorship or go into what they call industry, like um, pharmaceuticals, um, if they're staying that path. So that was like a big shift. But I, I think I was really enjoying that because I think it, it was much more, soul oriented or um, kind of really deep to what I was um, uh, maybe eventually meant to do. And uh, maybe a lot of this that I was doing before that was preparation. But uh, up to the that, you know, doing healing work, uh, beginning that and then starting uh, the Arcturian work, which I think was another like phase. Um, I was basically doing half time whenever I was traveling quite a lot physically. And half of that was to maybe give classes. And then half of that was to actually take classes, like take trainings. And uh, much like in contrast to uh, people in academics or kind of maybe a more um, professional training where you kind of have everything lined up like you do this year, these courses this year, you know, these trainings, and then you get certified here or you take an exam there. Um, I think with healing work and spiritual work, there is a curriculum. It's an inner curriculum, and it's very unique to each person. But you, you don't know. It's never. It's not written out anywhere. <laughs> like you just kind of do the next thing. So I would just uh, follow my heart and take the next training. But eventually, that did lead me. I think uh, much like how someone, like when they do get to uh, a graduate level, they sort of start producing something for others rather than kind of studying or consuming things. Eventually, I kind of maybe got to that point where 
I don't know, the spiritual world or the guide said, okay, now it's time to kind of synthesize something and put that um, forward, you know, as an offering. Uh, so th- that was in a kind of in a, in a gloss is how the Arcturian healing work came about. Mm-hmm. I, that's beautiful. What I was tuning into as you were speaking is it, because I, that's what I, I think that's why I've always been passionate about um, healing work. Cause I started studying, energy patterns when I was like 16 and I was just like, Oh my gosh, there's nothing else I want to learn because as you learn these modalities, you learn about yourself and you go in deeper and uh, you know, it really becomes a spiritual journey. I was like, why would I want to do anything that isn't going to enhance my spiritual journey? And then you, you, you're right. You get to this place where it's like the only way to stay in integrity with the divine flowing through you is to actually become that divine expression of yes, some of the work that you've done, but really that work up until the point you move into that place was the inner journey so that you could be this clear vessel of whatever the divine wants to bring through you. So I get that. And I also see that in that space and that's going back to what I was saying about tuning into it's like for the next step of self mastery is the teaching because we can't really fully master something until we're able to teach it. And that's what I was seeing in you as you are moving into that space. So I just see you in that space and it's a really beautiful reflection. Um, Where do we want to go? Where should we go? What do you want to talk about? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I mean, I don't know if this is of uh, interest uh, for people, but uh, I have been noticing and um, this was part of the journey that, uh, you know, like in the media, um, there's more um, acceptance of UFOs, like uh, the military is coming out this month with their report. I think it was um, something that uh, Congress had them um, eventually um, reveal. And uh, so I was sort of doing a little bit of that work. I think disclosure about that had already happened on a grassroots level. And, uh, you know, of course, the Arcturians are although I see them more as interdimensional beings, uh, more like angelic or guides, um, they kind of do fall in that camp of this sort of like um, unidentified aerial phenomena that I think, or I would call it interdimensional um, contact that a lot more people are having. And I think that shifts and this, there's kind of maybe a global shift occurring that's sort of just reflected in uh, how the governments are sort of acknowledging that they have had this uh, evidence for quite a while without kind of trying to change it into something more human um, originating. So um, I don't know if that would be of any interest or. So what I'm getting with that are a couple of different things. Like, first of all, the very first thing that came to me is that's like perfect. I don't know if we want to put that word evidence here, but that just humankind is raising consciousness, just that we can get to a place where we don't have to cover things up or say it's something to make it feel safe or that we can all fit in this little box and that it's actually okay to kind of move into that abstract and that there's are definitely experiences going on beyond the kind of that physical realm. So, I mean, that's amazing that it's actually being reflected into the government, because I would say that would be the one place like religion and government would be the kind of the last places that we would see kind of more of that interdimensional 
living, you could say. Uh, so yeah, I say, let's go with it. So where should we go with that? Um, have you had experience? I mean, I know you work with the Arterians, but like, are there experiences that you have in more of the physical realm? Uh, yeah, well, I was just thinking of um, Mount Shasta. Uh, they usually have, have a retreat or had had a retreat every year at Mount Shasta around August. And uh, it's sort of kind of been on my mind just because um, one of the trainings that emerged out of that, which was um, sort of uh, in, uh, in resonance, but different, uh, it was another, it's another modality called the intergalactics, sort of sourced out of Mount Shasta. And if um, many people here listening probably either have been there or maybe been there astrally or in their dream state, but that's definitely um, like an interdimensional portal. And um, I originally went there to train with uh, Stephen Greer, who sort of is known in the UFO ET community to like having protocols. They're more like meditation consciousness protocols where you actually um, kind of almost zone in uh, interdimensional craft and you do see um, things in the physical. They're mostly light. They're not like, um, uh, you know, like um, physical metal things. But uh, so I, so since then, which was about um, 2000 and uh, I think nine. Uh, so every year we've like, um, like had a, either I went there or had a retreat there and there's um, tons of sightings. Uh, and I think that slow evolution of just more and more people having their direct um, contact has laid the consciousness groundwork for I think what we're seeing maybe in more traditional mainstream, like we said, the government or military is now making that evidence available to the larger public. And it's almost made like we're, uh, we're probably almost after the fact, it's like, oh, okay, now they're <laughs> releasing what we probably have already, a lot of people have already experienced. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I think it's time though, to to just kind of bring people into just more of that uncomfortableness of, you know, that what you see isn't all there is. And I love that people are going to start having these conversations. And one of my passions is to make the supernatural natural. And, you know, it's just start talking about these things like they're everyday, everyday conversations. And it kind of breaks through that uncomfortableness until, I mean, that's really how we start to create new realities is being comfortable and focusing on things that maybe we don't focus on before. And I know for myself, let's go. Like, it's like, what are we holding? Why are we holding back? You know, and yes, and there's this big part of the collective that gets very sucked into maybe more of the negative part of of media, but um, I love that there's more of this coming out. Gosh, there was something that was coming to me as I was just rambling. <laughs> um, oh, what, what was it? Okay. I think what I want to do is go into kind of like your work. So do you have like a little process you can take us through or something so we can just kind of tap in? Cause I know I want to feel it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's actually a frequency called the Arturian uh, global ships frequency. I'll just give a little background. Uh, so, uh, um, I know we kind of met through a, a, a teleseminar host who both, I guess, <laughs> likes us. And so well, let's, put- let's do a shout out. Okay. Judy Anderson here. So Judy Anderson has talk animal on the evolution channel. So definitely check her out. 
Judy Anderson, talk animal. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so like, uh, so, you know, um, we'll do the, these processes uh, like, and I do kind of more of the Arcturian work, but uh, this one, uh, these Arcturian global ships kind of connect where we were had talking about. Uh, so I put together a package, which was like um, for people who are kind of new to this idea, uh, like I mentioned, these sightings are kind of in the, what I would call the etheric or like pranic layer uh, and astral. And then this consciousness can uh, go bleed into the physical, like in short temporal bursts. And they look to us like lights or they may come in in the infrared. And so you can pick it up with infrared cameras or like orb photos or uh, it, it could be like a tone, but but that's something that maybe people would have to just tune into clairvoyantly. And then, of course, clairvoyants can see them without them having to um, densify. So anyways, uh, this um, Arcturian Global Etheric Shift Frequency, which we'll experience, are like their ships. I, I call them that, but you might call them just any kind of form that are very close to the etheric that, in this case, are Arcturian-based. And they could be like in your space, or they could be in the in the astral they could even like manifest like in the night sky but uh just to say like so i had i was in hawaii and i was making this program for this uh teleseminar at just at the end of this um, training and um no one knew about that and then i flew home and had the interview and uh the promoter uh emailed me that day the uh, interview and said like last night i who was in hawaii said that she had dreamt, and she doesn't dream about ET ships, that an ET ship came over Hawaii <laughs> and like picked her up and like moved her around and then, uh, you know, then dropped her off or something. You know, she basically had a, a dream about that. And she had no idea that like I was like last minute before I flew out of Hawaii making this program on Arcturian Global Etheric Ships. So, so they, uh, I mean, I don't know if I needed the evidence but or confirmation, but it was just a, a nice synchronicity that they kind of do appear in the astral. Uh, so we'll, we'll experience this. It's more for healing. You know, that's what the purpose is. And they'll kind of shift uh, your consciousness forward. But they can work at a global level to help kind of move um, awareness to maybe more uh, multidimensional thinking. Awesome. Yeah. It'll probably be like two to five minutes. We'll just kind of see. We'll just let it run. All right. Okay. So people can just relax. Oh, and I'm usually I'll I'll say what I'm channeling when once it starts, and then I'm usually silent you know, while it's going. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. We're starting the Arcturian Global Etheric Ship Transmission. If you have any specific intention for multidimensional living or any healing intention, you can state that silently now. And the energies and Arcturian consciousness will help assist you in conjunction with your own spiritual guides and connection.
team to channel the Arcturian global etheric ships transmission. We'll continue with the third and last phase of the Arcturian Global Etheric Ship Transmission. That ends the transmission. That was beautiful. So I have to say those, the first two were a little staticky. I was almost like, oh my gosh, I feel like this is almost like lowering my frequency. But then I was, I also know that static is always there if we actually trace through that on the other side. And it was like, once I was able to trace through all the way to that third the third one that came through that I was able to like actually move into the higher frequency beyond it. But it was really interesting. I was like, I wonder why they do it that way. And, you know, I wasn't actually wondering that until just this very moment actually, but um, I'm pretty good about staying in experience when, uh, you know, there's these kind of transmissions and stuff without necessarily having to name what it is. But it did, it got like, um, really staticky. And, uh, but I also have learned, like I said, that most of the time static is like that entry point of kind of that higher frequency on the other side. Um, let me just feel if there's something coming in with this. It felt very, uh, grounding almost. And that's kind of like the opposite way that I, that I work. Um, I mean, as much as I work with molecular structure, you would think that, Oh, that's really grounding, but I, I really feel comfortable in that uh, abstract space. And I think that's why I'm able to kind of just shift through things so quickly because it almost feels more comfortable to exist in the abstract than it does to actually kind of move into more of like programming or, um, that kind of the brain that, says this is that and this is it and I'm like but but is it and it's like does it have to be like what do we actually want it to be and um so I do have a point to all of this let's see what it is <laughs> oh you're like wait what um no I think what it is is um there is like this really, and I'd love to, for you to tune in the, to this with me. There's this really interesting energy pattern that's here or, you know, in our existence. And I would say it probably started maybe April of, of 2020. And it's that there's like, either there's this 
or there's that. And then there's that kind of like the static in between. But now I would say mostly like in the last maybe two or three months, there's this, there's that, but then there's this other space. And I think that this other space is kind of where I'm starting to hang out a little bit. And, but then I would say that most people, even people that are just kind of moving through this really intense evolution, that that space that's like in between, you could say old paradigm, new paradigm, however you want to say it, is starting to um, kind of break down a little bit. But in the breaking down, you would think, well, then you can't really tell, am I in the old paradigm, new paradigm, but the opposite is actually true. It's like so evident of which paradigm you're in that within that kind of like destruction of the in-between, it's, um, I don't know, are you tuning into something? Like, give me something. (laughs) I'm really interested to to hear what you're saying. Yeah. I know. I agree. Like. I think um, there is that, like you said, middle, that middle static ground because people are uh, having this opportunity to, to shift up to the higher one, maybe in a, in an accelerated fashion. Mm-hmm. So that middle ground is kind of like, yeah, like where it's kind of like when you first step off onto the spiritual path, like when <laughs> I was kind of telling my story, like I didn't quite talk about that, but when you first step off, you, you're kind of in that, you could be in that gray zone for quite a while. And it feels quite um, a lot of is happening, but it can feel quite, like you said, uh, bumpy, both um, externally as well as internally. I love how you're like tuning in because I think that's happening globally. Mm. Uh, yeah, I feel, you know, I've like it, I've started tracing energy when I was I mean, I think I've always kind of done it. I think that was kind of like my superpower. I mean, mm-hmm. I can even remember being in like elementary school and I didn't know how to read. I, I think I was like almost fourth grade before they realized I didn't know how to read because I could mm-hmm. tune in to what everything was about by just like reading the energy around me. And um, so I think that's like, it's always kind of what I've done, but I think you're right. Like more people are starting to kind of what tune in. I say tune in and tune up because, (laughs) you know, it's like one thing to tune in, but then once you're there, it's like, well, where are you going to go with that? And so tune up because that's where we start to kind of exist more in that abstract space. And I feel like with that transmission that you just did, it was definitely working on that kind of in-between space of that old paradigm, new paradigm. So I'd be really curious for people out there that are kind of like, in that in-between space, what that felt like to you, because, um, you know, I find that, and I'm just going to tune into this a little bit more, that place that's kind of like a little bit past, like it would say old paradigm, new paradigm, and then there's something else. And that something else is, I feel like that place where a lot of us healers and people that are really dedicated to this path are almost starting to go through like another awakening or another level of a shift, um, which I'd love to hear what, what has that been like for you? Are you kind of feeling that a little bit right now? Uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I feel like it's um, like it's a lot of uh, like hard work <laughs> and hard because <laughs> uh, uh, you know you have uh, what's going on externally and we're all experiencing that on the planet and then we have uh, you know we probably were doing like you said our internal work but well probably before 
this um let's say we're talking the covid um uh like april back in april to now and then going forward and then now it's like uh, being asked to kind of like you said hold even other vibration while also being here in the kind of this uh, i don't know if you call it the real or this physical uh dream world which with these challenges here so it's kind of like a stretch so i find it i find it a lot of internal uh hard work even though maybe on an external level it's been you know normal but uh, internally it's been like uh, really like kind of just um working mm -hmm. mm. yeah I, okay, I just have to admit that it's been awesome for me. <laughs> I feel like I'm definitely having like breakthroughs that, uh, you know, just kind of like that supernatural of like, whoa, what is actually happening? And um, I just think it's an awesome opportunity to just get out of the way. It's like, okay, I have no idea. Like if my mind tries to figure it out, then I know I am like just limiting myself. And I, and I think that that's like this new kind of energy that we all have the opportunity. I mean, whether we're healer or we're just on this path, it doesn't matter. You know, if we're on the path, we're on the path. And there's just this whole beautiful energy that's opening up for those that are willing and, you know, the way showers, whatever you want to say is like, it is, it's a little harder. I, I can tune into that frequency that you're talking about because it's harder to be on a path that you're not following anyone. It's like you, you don't have an energy to be like, oh, well, this is what they did. And you can kind of connect to that energy and not whether you ever talk to somebody about it or not, there's an energy there because it's been left behind for those that have done it before. But now we're tapping into frequencies that the physical experience hasn't tapped into before. And so we're literally like creating frequency patterns as we move forward. And it's that's giving me chills because I just think it's super exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, well, do you have anything else that you want to share with? I mean, I love, loved our conversation. I hope you've loved it as much as I and I hope everybody that's listening is definitely getting something out of it. Um, is there anything else that you want to share before we get off? Uh, oh, no, I just, I really enjoyed uh, listening, uh, particularly what you just said. I mean, it's a, it's a great, um, a great program you have here uh, that um, I think uh, that just by hearing you speak, there's a transmission on like, um, like, like a clairvoyant transmission that, that uh, people are able to kind of um, tune into, like you said, to be able to see energies, uh, energy patterns of what's going on. And I think that's really kind of um, like we were talking earlier before the show started, kind of where globally we're moving to, like uh, we are interconnected beings, but sometimes we're kind of, um, we see ourselves as kind of like in this body separate, but, and then people have their own um, experiences that they move forward to actually um, embody and see that interconnection. So it's great to to just hear about looking at patterns, energy patterns, because I think that's very helpful as we're moving forward. Mm. Uh, there's something that came as you were talking in, uh, you know, for me, everything that is in our reality is a is a reflection of either our potential or the potential that we're actually leaving behind, you could say even. And with how much people are, you know, doing these Zoom calls and recordings and how we're starting to connect more uh, 
through, you could say technology, but that technology is actually just holding the space for us to have an agreement to that this is possible until we can actually take the next, the technology up away and that we are able to stay in that communication pattern. So that just came through to share to people that are listening. And uh, I think it's just super fun how we can actually just, you know, see these things in our reflection, but then take it as really the potential of what we can do without it. Because the truth is everything is just a reflection of our inner reality. And that's what we actually are capable of. So yay to us. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Jean. Well, this has been so much fun. Just tell everybody one more time. I know you have like two websites kind of to direct them to. So tell us again where to find you. Oh yeah. Yeah. People can go to the ArcturianHealingMethod.com. That's the one it's being shifted over to. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So definitely check that out. And thank you again, Jean, for just having this really amazing conversation. And thank you to everybody that's listening for being part of Cosmic Consciousness and the Superpower Network. And definitely check out our new channel, Evolution. And you can go to Activate Evolution to see all our shows and listen to more um, beautiful podcasts just like this. We're sending you all so much love and a great big hug. And until we meet again, Go and live to your highest potential. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.